Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, beautiful people. Berenice, you look beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I'm really giving, like, sorority realness right now. I'm giving, like, (laughs) you know, I did shower today, but I had a doozy of a day and I did not get as ready as usual but you know whatever what's up what's up with you well um I'm still a little sick so I've just been like going a little hard in the on the pain like even on the nights that I said like I'm gonna be chill we're gonna like a nice Latino night I end up raving you know it's just like really what's been calling me um the rave scene is it's just been coming for me and ever since I decided to just like embrace it as just like who I am as a person and do what I enjoy it's been good but it also comes with some with some bad you know like in the past I've been going for little EDM dudes and mm-hmm. I keep telling myself Bernice this never ends well for you no more EDM when bro and you know but then they start sending me music and then I'm like oh my god how did they right know this is it. my love language <laughs> I'm like, I, I love this other news with EDM yeah I've been like posting my whipping videos which is just like I would say a very unique aesthetic. Um, And I saw this girl, she made this TikTok that was essentially like my high school friends watching what I do for fun now. And it was like her whipping. And then it was like that South Park thing where everyone's like watching and they're like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah, very funny. Yeah. Go check it out. I didn't realize that. And when I posted that, actually, a few high school people did reach out. They and. I have one, I have one stand. And she was like, keep going. Like, I love your updates. Like, I live for this shit. And I was like, okay, babe, like, you got it. (laughs) You know, my cousin was like, this is fucking hilarious about your update. But it is. It's funny. Keep going. Who gives a fuck? Oh, I will keep going. I I stopped giving a fuck. Once I started posting on Instagram, I knew that it was like raps for how much I gave a shit, to be honest with you. Um, And that's been good. It's been really good because I obviously like it's posting on Instagram is posting to people, you know, versus on TikTok. It's like everyone. Um, But and at the beginning, it's a little rough. But once you people like get with the program, like we're changing, we're doing this now, they start to get like into it. Yeah, you've inspired me. I'm going to go next. I kind of gone kind of dark on Instagram because like I I like posting on TikTok because I like consuming TikTok, but I feel like Instagram's like ad 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 ad, ad you know? But That's very true. Yeah, go like our Instagram, the thanks for your concern Instagram. Yeah, I'm at do- LL Tutor. Oh, Bernice yeah. M on everything. So, that's up. That's cool with you. Let me tell you about. So, I've been on like a, a rage today okay I've been on a yeah. rage so it started this morning I got a little update that the Supreme Court is hearing about student loan debt oh. and I just want to say if conservatives fuck with my bag I'm gonna become public enemy number fucking one because I truly and was already this close like my fingers were touching about being fucking so heated when Roe versus Wade but on some level I'm like I get it there's a lot of people that don't agree with that some of your constituents don't want that student loan debt forgiveness that's good for everybody but corporate banks okay so everyone but the big corporate greeds and everyone who all the corp all the politicians in the corporate's pockets because of that donation money want this I swear to god I I I just want to say, um, 
they got me riled up. They don't want to see me on the campaign trail. <laughs> I'm going to be going door to door. I'm going to be mini pimple Ella Tudor. Yeah. Out of these streets. I'm coming literally <laughs> nonviolent, Avi. I'm just saying I've been hot <laughs> since this morning. I fucking have been hot because of some other stuff. So I'm excited for this episode because it's going to be a light, hearty, fun, fun episode. But my energy is very much aggressive. rage. Aggressive. Um, we love female rage. Yeah. I've been, I, yeah. A lot of, so this should Whoa. be fun. I have a lot of hot takes. A lot of fun, fun. Hee, hee, hee. So <laughs> should, we t- should we talk about what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, I'm a little I'm actually scared, really excited. Yeah, let's do it. Today we're doing guilty pleasure, so let's get into it. Let's do it. We're talking guilty pleasures, and I I don't like the term guilty pleasures. I think you should just be able to like what you like, but I think there's sometimes where you don't like that you like it, you know? <laughs> yeah, too well. I, I know too well. And it's not, honestly, I will own up to anything. It's okay. Like, I'm out here telling people what my guilty pleasures are, and I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'm like, should I like this? Probably not. Like, you know, like, oh, I judge myself a teeny little bit for it. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to start or shall I? Uh, you can start. I love divorce court and watching divorce court. Like, like Judge Judy and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. She's oh, not divorced, yeah. but like, I love celebrity judges. I love d- judge TV. I, Jerry Springer. Yeah. All of that. Like. I live for the drama and something about there being like a judge there to say who's right, who's wrong legally. It hits that part of my like brain where I think I'm learning something like I'm trying (laughs) to tell myself it's a positive, but it's really like watching a baby mama and a baby daddy tearing themselves apart, calling each other hoes and shit. It's not good, but it's so good. It's giving the same energy as, like, teen mom, to be completely honest with you. Like, you're, like, watching this, like, kind of, like, train wreck go down. And it's supposed to, like, I think they came out with it to um, to kind of, like, ex- spread awareness of teen pregnancy and to make, like, high school students not want to get pregnant. But I sort of got it made, like, high school students want to be on teen mom. So, like, I don't know. You know what's but- interesting? I actually read a study that, like, teen mom was, like, the best teen pregnancy reduction thing to happen than any other like yeah I actually read a study about that but I do remember thinking oof if I get pregnant like can I be on I'm going on teen mom 100 right so I think there's like a little bit of both like studies say that you were yeah like most people aren't delusional so it wasn't like encouraging them to want to get pregnant to be on teen mom to make it on tv (laughs) is that what you're saying yeah I think I was the odd one out (laughs) where I was like, this is my ticket. Yeah, this is my big break, a baby. Um, Along those lines, celebrity drama is my guilty pleasure. You know, this shit with with Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, and Haley is too good. It's too good. I I couldn't help myself. I was honestly going to say I dislike Haley Bieber so much that I think it's unhealthy, 
but I'm going to tell you why, okay? Did you hear this latest drama where she was, like, making fun of Selena Gomez's weight gain? Oh, of course. I'm aware. Well, in response, somebody brought up this old video about this girl who was, like, a Justin Bieber fan page. She was, like, the number one Justin Bieber fan page. And she basically said that, like, her and Hailey Bieber were, like, this. And, like, she would tip off Hailey Bieber on where Justin would be so that her and Kylie could be at the same place that Justin was and basically accused Haley of stalking Justin and is like, and now everyone is, it's the video is blowing up and everyone is like, it's giving you. And I'm like, oh, like maybe we shouldn't have made fun of Selena for her weight gain because now everyone's calling you a stalker. Listen, um, I honestly don't get into celebrity drama that deep unless it's like juicy, juicy tea, okay? And I, I've always liked Selena Gomez, but I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm her biggest fan. Bitches got me buying Rare Beauty, okay? And she's got me looking at all her TikToks, listening to all her music. I'm a stan now. That is the best, regardless of her response, that is the best PR thing to ever happen to this bitch by saying nothing, by remaining yep. graceful. Bitch, yeah, everybody hates a bully. So she really played her cards mm-hmm. right. Um, we wish her well. We are Selena fans here. Um, to the whole Haley thing, yeah, that social media can really make you look a certain way. Like, even if she isn't like cuckoo bananas, like now she is. Like, like I'm sorry, but that's just like what people branded you as, and like they're always gonna know this about you. Also, in that note, I remember one time when like this dude's ex-girlfriend was like trying to come back into the picture. She, I like saw her TikTok after I found out like she existed. And, like, her post went from, like, very her own shit to, like, when I entered the picture to be, like, all these, like, EDM-related, like, shit, like, kind of stuff, like, I was posting. And I was, like, this is a little weird. Like, I don't want to say it's, I think it's big-headed of me to be, like, maybe she was copying me. But it does get a little weird when suddenly your content goes from, like, nice girl TikTok to, like, full, like, rave slave like concert bitch tiktok you know what i mean okay so that's funny you say this because someone did a side by side of like selena and Haley giving a house tour being like Haley wants to be selena so bad and me i was like this is fucking hilarious because you could really edit this to make it look like she copies her and i felt bad because it's like she's i felt bad but then i was like damn you did this to yourself by being a bully like now people are saying you're copying her and, and they could just say that because they're team. And then everyone's like, I don't think anyone's team Haley. I've not met or heard a person that's team Haley. And it's like, do I feel bad? And then I'm like, not really. Do no, I? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> but we wish everyone well. That is our, uh, another celebrity drama. I got really into the cheer drama. Oh, for, for those who have not watched, Cheer is on Netflix. It is a docu-series about uh, Navarro's cheer team. It's a community college that has a cheerleading team that's really good. And all these like celebrity cheer people are on it. And it's just like the most bizarre thing, but also inspiring, but also like crazy show you've ever seen. And now, now there's shit all over the internet about their big star, Gabby Butler, being racist, doing blackface. And then her uh, co-star came for her. Because they were hooking up. They were hooking up. (laughs) The most, but then everybody was like, we thought he was gay. It was like, no correction. He is bi. Don't assume. Gender gender and sexuality, big spectrums, okay? 
So this is gonna sound so strange, but like I've I I used to be really into cheer. Okay, not cheer the show, cheer the activity. So I have been a Gabby Butler fan for as long as I can remember because this bitch has been in the cheer game uh, forever, right? Bro, some of this shit is so surprising and like it's like the tea's too hot and then also there's so many characters and they all have TikToks. They're defending themselves. They're attacking each other and it is honestly like keeping up is I, I can't even keep up but that is some hot tea. And it is a guilty pleasure to try to it's keep such up a with. Guilty pleasure. Thank God for social media, man, because now everybody has a platform. So people like that don't have like PR people to be like, don't say anything. Yeah. Are saying everything they think. And it's just like so raw and pure chaos that like it makes my heart smile because it's not about me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, I have a, I have a good one, but that I don't know. Maybe people will judge me for this. One. I don't really care. To Turk Tony on TikTok, are you familiar? You know what's funny? When you first <laughs> told me about this person, I'm dead ass serious. For about like three years, I thought this dude went to our university because I he's just <laughs> such a basic frat dude. I had sworn to God he went to college with us, and I could tell you what frat he was in. I thought I fucking knew this dude. And Berenice no. was like, we don't know him. He did not go to WCO. I'm like, really? He's just giving off like basic frat dude basement energy. But yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, so for those who don't know, to turn Tony, you can look him up on TikTok. I don't want to give him too much clout, but he makes essentially TikToks that are just like so fucking unhinged. Like he loves ducks, so he has a duck. And then there's like a ski mask girl, and they broke fear- up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been speculations about there's more drama with celebrity drama. We love a good TikTok drama. Um, his parents are com- his dad's completely unhinged. His mom is literally like losing it all the time. It's just like. It's also giving chaos, but it's, like, the best sort of, like, reality TV there is on TikTok. Like, if you like Jackass growing up or, like, Wild Boys, it's, like, kind of giving that energy plus, like, fratty and, like, a hint of misogyny. But it's also, like, such good commentary on misogyny and, like, frat culture that, like, I'm kind of with it. You know? It's, like, it's it's just to the point where I can hang. <laughs> okay. Before we move on from, like... <laughs> Like, you know, go into other stuff. One of my guilty pleasures is blocking people on TikTok. I love, I love blocking like famous people on TikTok. Like, I hate, I just love, because they're fucking annoying, dude. There's some people that I'm just like, you're so fucking annoying. I never want to see your video again. And so I just block them. And then one of them that ever happened recently was this girl, Tara's World. She said some very problematic shit is like her fourth fucking cancellation but this time she said some very homophobic and fetishization of lesbian thing i never saw her videos because i had this bitch blocked for like a year now because a year ago i was like no this is not good vibes like i never want to see this back on my for you page so i love blocking people i even block good people because i just don't want their fucking i also blocked uh emily Macaro with the fucking chicken rice thing i couldn't deal with this bitch anymore i had to block her too it was too peaceful. I just can't deal with that energy. So there's not a consistency on who I block. And then I'm hoping that one day I get big enough that someone's like, oh, my God, you blocked me. And I was like, oh, my God, I blocked you like five years ago before I even became famous. Oh, that's my guilty pleasure. 
that I that is very about. unique. I I'm here for it. I can't say that I do the same. I'm not. I don't follow that many celebrities or like influencers on social media, but I I I, I don't run into a lot of problematic shit. There's been some people lately that uh, get canceled, and it turns out in my for you page. But at that point, they're so canceled that their shit, their like actual shit, isn't coming up. It's just yeah, like I know. Speeches of, of people being angry at them. Um, Okay, another one of my guilty pleasures. Honestly, I'm proud about this. I don't really care. It's Always Sunny. Always Sunny in Philadelphia is yep. my comfort TV show. Uh, that TV show is for degenerates, 100%. And uh, whenever I meet somebody and it's also their comfort show, I'm like, we can buy. <laughs> I, I've, I mean, obviously, I feel like this is a popular show, but I don't actually know if it's that popular or if it's just popular in the, like, aura of people that I hang out with but I've been watching this show for like I'm not even joking for like over 10 years because I watched the show in high school it's just beautiful it's so it's, fun so funny it's funny hee hee haha and yeah that, that I will say uh favorite episodes if you may ask the one actually about the the pandemic about getting sick oh too good Charlie McDennis another good one they'll keep the Frank's, Frank's yeah. pretty woman yeah the Frank's gang funeral. gets bogs we did have a charty mcdennis party at our Um, yeah that was very chaotic yeah so i i love games uh that's one thing about me is like whenever i turn up to a social gathering and there's not like people talking or something going on i'm always like i'll make a game um so we watched charty the episode charty mcdennis where they create this board game with three different types of alcohols like three stages it's like wine and spirits right and there's also challenges with those. I mean, you should go watch the episode. So in college, we were having like a date dash, which is basically just like where you invite your friends to come drink with you and there's a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made this game. Oh, my God. When I tell you every time we played that game, people like lose friendships, like <laughs> end up hurt. Like at one point, Ella launched her partner into like oh. the other side of our fence because I thought it would be a good challenge idea to have people basically like bounce off each other so run into each other with like these huge balls in the middle and see who bounce further away um yeah we've almost hurt your Harrison he's doing well though he recently reached out uh so we're glad That's he's good well. yeah uh, the, watch that episode <laughs> that was good times and yeah it's a good show my guilty pleasure show I think is more embarrassing I rewatched the first three to five seasons of Grey's Anatomy, but skip all the super sad episodes. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, yeah, I skip right. them. I literally, I'll write, yeah, the super sad ones. I know which ones I don't fucking like because I will say, I would, I would honestly say that I probably, if Netflix gave out statistics, I think I would be in like the top one percent of the first three seasons of Grey's Anatomy viewers i rewatch it i've rewatched it for i don't know past 15 20 years at this point um i skip over the sad ones because it's like i was just i'm like i don't want to cry too much you know yeah their sad ones are just not even sad they're just like like soul crushers yeah like meant to get you down now i will say it might not be the sad ones you're thinking of some of the really sad ones i still watch but it I <laughs> so I Loki, think she's a little bit of a masochist, but not that big of a masochist. Yeah, so it might surprise <laughs> you because people are probably thinking of like, oh, it's that one episode that she skips over. 
I don't skip that one. The most common one you'd think you would skip. I skip some of the ones where I'm just like, I don't like the medical drama in that one. It's just too sad. Or too many people die. I'm okay with one yeah. person dying, but if 10 people die, I don't want to see that. Yeah, those are the sad ones. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't... I, I think I'm proud of the rest of my TV shows. I have a guilty pleasure that... <laughs> before we move on to TV shows, do you watch Love After Lockup? I have before. <sighs> that one's so bad, but I love that one. I mean, you know, inmates deserve love, too. Yeah, it's just a lot of drama. And also, it's like a 20 to 30 hour per season, oh, you know? <laughs> like, so you, like, binge that shit. Yeah. You're, like, in their lives, like, <laughs> consuming. Because TLC, they don't do, like, eight episodes, 45 minutes. They do 41 episodes, two hours. So it's a lot oh. of content. I wouldn't know if y'all would start it. But uh, yeah, every week my whole my whole little squad we watch Love After Lockup. I would say that with a lot of TLC shows, like Jesus Dance Moms. I started da- watching Dance Moms when I was like probably like what 12, 13 years mm-hmm. old. That show gold. Yeah, bro, it's sad because these little girls were low key getting like verbally abused, but like <laughs> it was funny as fuck. <laughs> it was so chaotic. <laughs> Another TLC show, 90 Day Fiance. Yo, that shit is different. Like, that one's oh a good, my good God. too. You just can't script that. And you know you can't script that because everybody speaks a different language. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> also, there's like a... There's, whenever there's a power dynamic, there's going to be problems. So it's yeah. like they're already kind of set up to have issues in their relationship. Like, Because honestly, if you think about it, most of the people never met before okay, hey, so you've never met before. Why don't you come live with me and uh, we'll get married in 90 days. And so the clock is just ticking. And honestly, if if any of these people are like me, they're losing their mind, you know? They're like, this is, you know, like, oh my God, it's 89 days, 87 days, 88 days. And then I have to like figure my shit out. Yeah. Yeah, that is a lot. We love love that type of content. (laughs) Um, Oh, okay. Moving on from shows. Um, this is a guilty pleasure of mine, and it's catching up with an ex. <laughs> Listen, okay? I know what you're going to say. Toxic. True. But, like, there's some good exes out there that you're just like, I just want to know what's going on in your life. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to, but I would like to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that I do that. Um I did have a little toxic trait of blocking my exes, but then checking up on their, like, their socials, like, once a year, you know? And then it's kind of like a time warp forward. You're like, boom, and you're like, oh, my God, what happened? And then you're like, oh, it's because I haven't seen you in, like, a year. And then you just are, like, in it. I don't know if it's a pleasure or more, like, something that reactivates my trauma. Because sometimes, like, it'd be hard not to do it. Like, I'll go, just, you know, everybody does it. You go, you check up on an ex, you see what they're up to, just because, you know, you haven't you haven't seen what they've been up to in a while. Yeah. And it might re-hurt your feelings every time you do it. <laughs> it's a good way to check if you're over something, honestly. You know, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If it still hurts after you watched, like, one video, 
you're not over it, babes. And maybe you should not go watch the rest of the videos. Maybe you should leave it at that one. I'll, go journal. <laughs> I'll say something that's like a guilty pleasure. And people, I might get some hate for this. I like to check up on people that bullied me. And hope they're doing badly or what? I don't hope, but <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It does feel a little good when I'm like, ooh, <laughs> look how the tables have turned, bitch. It's not um, so nice being ugly, huh? It was it was rough for me. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. you have to experience that now. I wish it, yeah, yeah. I know. Wish this on you. It's their karma. That's why I feel like not bad about it. Now you know when they're doing good, I don't get mad. I'm like, oh okay, they're doing good. That's cool. I get but confused. I'm telling you, <laughs> when you've been toxic from a young age, it shows, babes. It wears, I mean, yeah, it wears it, on people. Toxic energy. Well, a lot of people that like end up like bullying people and are like just not the best people are also people who are extremely like struggling internally and they are usually insecure and they lash out on other people because of it. So a lot of people don't get the shit taken care of, you know, they're not reformed bullies. They just stay ugly from the inside forever. Yeah. Um. I agree with you. I am not like I wish I could sit here and be like, oh, my God, I'm like such a reformed, uh, healed human being. No, I hold grudges. So same. If I see like somebody that was like mean to my friends, like if you were mean to me, OK, whatever, you were a bully. But if you were mean to somebody I know and like you're not doing well, I don't feel badly for you at all. Um at all recently yeah. I've been knowing more and more things about like people that we grew up with like people we went to high school with and like when I'm telling you it's more and more and more and now I'm wondering like how many men like were out here like sexually assaulting girls because it's like it's getting really bad it's getting to the point where I'm just like who did it who who was it um so when I see that they're not doing well I you may that's your own karma goodbye yeah could not care less about you goodbye yeah. And I mean, I feel like, honestly, there's adult bullies. So some people that were, like, just mean to me in college. Like, obviously, I have sympathy for bullies that were, like, I'm not still holding on to beef from the fourth grade. But I've had adults be fucking bullies and mean to me. And I'm I'm not about it. I'm not about, like, mean girl culture. And I, I don't either. I've said that a lot on this podcast. I've met there, – there's people, like, obviously, like, in college weren't the best versions of themselves because – we were in a weird fucking university that allowed students to give their own social, like, I guess, like, ladders and stats. It was stupid. But some people really treated other people poorly based on, like, what social group they belong to, which is super fucking dumb. And I'm, I've seen a lot of those people after college, and a lot of them have grown the fuck up, thank God. But some of them haven't. And I'm sorry, but if you haven't, I don't have time for you, and I'm going to let you fucking know, bro. Like, when I called that girly a cunt in the bathroom. I'm sorry, you had it coming. And in other instances, the same thing. Um, And also, it's like how they treat your friends, right? Like, you can have different friends, and if one of your, if, if you have a friend, and you have a college friend who's still an asshole, and they're still treating people poorly... That's a reflection on you at the end of the day. Like, it's weird, bro. It's weird that people I, find it like, like that. You, I don't know. It's weird that people find it that they can just like be weird to other people or be mean for no fucking reason. Like, are you well? Are you okay? What's going on? Yeah. And I honestly, like, I'm, I'm pretty like, I'm pretty, there's not a lot I dislike. 
But people being, like, mean is just something that I fucking hate. Like, because it's, like, being mean, rude, or putting other people down. Like, that is not necessary to function in society, you know? Yeah. So, one of my... It's not nice. Learn from Hailey Bieber, okay? Literally. Nobody likes a mean girl. Nice. (laughs) Um, So... Biting my nails. I wouldn't say it was, like, a pleasure, but, like, I used to bite my nails for, I don't know, like, fucking 20 years or some shit. And I just, like, it was just something that I had to do, but I also felt really ashamed of because, obviously, like, adults shouldn't be biting their nails or whatever. I know. But I had, I have anxiety. So it was, like, so hard for me to stop biting my nails, but, like, sometimes I still bite my nails. I mean, I have the same problem because that's, like, the anxiety is, like, fucking... It's just too much. Sometimes it's it's crazy, like what, um, how your anxiety like manifests. You know. Yeah. So I'm I'm not here for any biting nail slander. I know there's like a lot of people that like they're a nail biter. Bitch, I bet you got your own habits that you're not proud of too. That you don't voice to the world. I'm sure you eat your boogers. You pee and you piss on people. I don't know something. <laughs> okay, that's a little two different things, but yeah, totally. <laughs> No, I agree. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I'm a nail biter. I'm like kind of better, but kind of not, you know. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's like I literally it's like I have like a like I'm doing good and then I have like a relapse. Like I'll have like No, a, literally, you're relapsed. You're like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> no no nails. Like I'll be doing good for like months and months and months and then like something will happen and I'll have like usually I don't even realize I'm doing it, but it'll happen, like, if I'm in an uncomfortable social situation. But Mm -hmm. now I just kind of fucking leave that. But, yeah, that used to be a big, like, trigger for me would be at, like, I don't know. I'm I'm big on vibes, but sometimes I'd be at a bar and I'm like, oh, my God, I hate it here. Like, I want to leave. But then other people are having fun and you don't want to be the one downer and whatever, whatever, whatever. And Ubers are expensive and you want to split with people. Damn, girl. Well, I'm sorry. Mine was really bad watching movies. So I bought Silly Putty and just I would take it with me to the movies and then I'd just play with it to keep my hands doing something that wasn't like, you know, when they say that's a nail biter, like, yeah, that for real, some movies are nail biters. Yeah. Silly Putty. (laughs) Silly Putty. Yeah. I love that. Okie dokie. These are some guilty pleasures I got from people on TikTok. And one of them was Disney adult adults. Um, I stand. I still like Disney. I don't like it like that. Like, I don't think I'd go (laughs) to Disneyland and like take pictures with all the characters. But like, no hate. Like, if that's what gets your itch scratch, like I'm with it. Like, that's not hurting anybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sure. I don't know. I feel like (laughs) I don't like obviously I don't hate anyone. But for me, that I guess spend your money on what you want to spend it on. But I feel like Disney adults can make some of the cringiest content ever. You know, like people who are like back at Disney. It's just a huge corporation. I think that's my issue with it. Like, it's just a weird thing to stand like I wish Disney cared about you as much as you cared about Disney or Disney cared about the environment or, you know, it's a weird thing. Like, could you imagine if I like cried when Urban Outfitters opened back up after the pandemic? And it's like, but I love Urban. I have so many good memories with Urban. I love Urban so much. People would be like, that's kind of strange, right? That is strange. There is that energy in a lot of things that people feel passionate about. Yeah. So I can't say it's for me. I don't hate it. But, like, 
I sometimes question, like, I'm like, what what about this? Is It's the nostalgia. People are really into nostalgia, I guess, which I kind of get. But then it's like, maybe because I, I just don't have anything from my childhood where I'm like, oh, my God, that was such a good memory. No. I will say this. Milan has a special place in my heart, okay? I like so Disney. I, I do like Disney. I mean, I, I'm... I'm a very far from a Disney adult, but I'll watch any Disney stuff. I like Disney. And you know what? I'm okay with any content. I I I run around with a light whip and I make content doing that. So really, I there's no judgment here. I run around raving, like listening, dancing to one DJ with big speakers. You know, like I'm sure other people think that's cringy. Um, but if it makes you happy, fucking send it. Uh, and you find a whole community. There's so many Disney adults. I, actually, they should have adult nights, honestly. Like, I think they could commoditize in just adults if they really wanted to. Oh, they do, though. That's the thing. Yeah, with the with the drinks. I, I've never, it's never been my journey or passion or inspiration to go get fucked up at Epcot. Honestly, like, it's a, Disney, it's a lot of walking. It's expensive. Like, I don't know if people know how, yeah, it's like 100 bucks a day. No, it's, it's like $2 a day now. No, I just checked because I, I I might go. Oh, God. <laughs> She's prefacing it's this me. so she does it's Disney. Oh, my God. She has such alternative motives. She's going to post <laughs> Disney content. And so she just wanted to say it now. I might. I <laughs> She's might. normalizing it. <laughs> I'll let you guys know how it goes. Um, another one that I feel like is really popular with guilty pleasures, it's like pimple poppers or like medical pedicures. Have you seen those? Yeah, I have. Sometimes those are like oddly satisfying. I'm not going to lie because it's like nice to like see like a gross ass foot and then like a really cleaned up foot. Like I'm like, oh, I'm happy for them. <laughs> you know, that's funny because we share a TikTok account and we probably both on the algorithm run that <laughs> shit up. That makes a lot more sense now. You're like, why is this coming up on my No, I, I mean, I watch the shit because honestly, the pimple popping can get a little gross. I, I don't like it sometimes. It's like, I like the I like I don't smaller like thing. I don't, I don't like it sometimes. It's too much. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little crazy. The medical pedicures, those are satisfying. Yeah. It's, it's less it's just, gross. Like, clean up your feet. Yeah, they are less gross. I, I agree. There's nothing like oozing or coming out or like any of that extra stuff. But again, if that gets your itch scratched, no judgment here. We won't yuck your yum. (laughs) Uh, Another one I found on TikTok that I thought was like kind of interesting to talk about was like a lot of people's like say like with their partners, they like to watch porn, but they don't like want to tell their partner that they're watching porn because they don't want to be judged for it. So why don't we get into the unethical nature of the porn industry. No, I'm fucking around. Um, honestly, I feel like you should go on OnlyFans and support local <laughs> small business small business owners. <laughs> small content creators over uh who have control big. of their content. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think you should be ashamed of watching it. I feel like it's kind of like a natural thing. I do think it does bad things to your brain. Yeah. And I think that you might want to take a break. And this is coming from someone who used to really enjoy porn. But then, like, I kind of actually followed some sex, some people that used to work in the porn industry and talking about their experience. 
And I was like, ah, I don't feel like I love the ethicalness of this. And I stopped. Yeah. And I think it's better for your noggin. I agree. There's a lot. And I think we've talked about some episodes regarding porn and the porn industry. I can't Maybe remember anymore. It's been too long. This is episode Maybe we'll one. get back into it's it. episode 131. Shoot. Maybe we'll find a retired porn star to come on the podcast. Love that. Well, that's this yeah. week's episode. Yeah. So that's it for our guilty pleasures. If you got some guilty pleasures you want to share, we can always share them on the podcast. I'm sure other people like, here's the thing. No one is that unique. Okay. Sometimes oh, yeah, you feel baby. like you're alone. Like, oh my God, I'm the only one that likes this. Like, no, I'm sure there's like thousands of other fuckers who just are into your ish as much as you are. So, you know, if you want to share, we'll share with you. Maybe you can build a community. <laughs> I know. I feel like I, I feel like I didn't give all my guilty pleasures because like i don't feel guilty about them you know yeah that's true i mean i just outed all my shit so all right so my plug of the week is a creator called books with lee and lee she is a therapist by day book talker by night and she's a person of color and of course that is a little we know that content creators that are people of color don't get as much visibility on the app as white creators so their handles at books dot with dot lee okay so my plug of the week goes to at brooklyn karasak on tiktok and she basically just goes off on thrift flips like i have never seen somebody so dedicated into like getting a fugly ass outfit from a thrift store and just making it into a rave fit or just like a whole ass vibe. So uh, go follow at Brooklyn Karasak on TikTok. And those are the plugs of the week. Anyways, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, please go subscribe, tell a friend, um, and then go follow us on Instagram or TikTok. We're at things number four, your concern. I'm at Bernice ADSM. And I'm at Ella L. Tudor. Toodles. <laughs>